Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 529. It is Monday, January 22nd. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we get things going here on a Monday morning. It's uh, really rainy out there, drizzly, and uh, it like woke me up first thing this morning, like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, did it really? The rain coming down. Do you have something that when it rains, you hear it inside your house? Like maybe a certain shingle or something it hits on your roof? Yeah, exactly. So, so it starts to wake you up? Yeah, I, so I got like no sleep. Plus, I'm battling a stomach something or other. And I just, my stomach has been a mess for the past day and a half. Yeah, well, you, you, uh, we exchanged notes of what's kind of happening in our world and topic ideas and everything. And I saw that on your stuff last night. How, how are you feeling? It just hit you Sunday morning. And kind of like, where do you stand with the whole thing right now? It was like, um, it was in the middle of the night, Saturday to Sunday. And we had gone out to dinner. Um, so I don't think it was anything that I ate because no one else got sick. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I just I, at three o'clock in the morning, I was like, oh, my gosh, my stomach is oh. not good. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to go into detail, but, you, but it was, still, you know, yeah, it's not fun. all day long and just drinking Gatorade. And this morning, my stomach was feeling kind of crampy. And part of me was like, ugh. I, am I going to make it this morning? I think I'll be okay. I, I'm just taking it easy. Had a banana this morning. So we'll we'll hope that... Was there a things... craving for the banana or was there a forced banana? No, that was a forced banana uh. because isn't that what you're supposed to eat when you're having uh, stomach issues? Oh, no, yeah. I think isn't I... there a thing like bananas, rice... Ginger ale? No, there's like a whole thing. Like it, it it's like bread or something. Bananas, rice, applesauce, and then something else. It, it, I thought there was. Um, it would make sense if there is. That's all stuff that's great for your stomach. I just, like, last time I had, or anytime I do get a stomach flu or stomach bug, there's always that point where I start to crave something and I start to get hungry. And I know when I get that feeling, that's when I feel like I'm starting to turn the corner. Be you sick all day and all of a sudden you wake up the next morning like, yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit of an appetite. And in my mind, that's when things start to turn the corner. So I thought maybe you woke up this morning like craving some food, no. craving a banana. Maybe it was a sign that things were on the uh, on the uh, upswing this I morning. I could have definitely gone without the banana. <laughs> I was oh, just no. trying to put something in my stomach. But yeah, I'm feeling better than I was yesterday. Good. That's for sure. And I'm not spending as much time in the bathroom, which is a good thing. Well, that, that's a plus. So, yeah. How was your weekend? It was nice. We did. Uh, we went out to dinner on Friday night with some friends. We went to a, a new restaurant downtown. It's a restaurant that I've done lunch a bunch of times, but never dinner. So we did dinner on Saturday night and 
then, oh, oh you know what? Um, Saturday afternoon, we, uh, Laura and I were at Whole Foods at Town Square, which I never really go to, um, but we were in the area and we needed something, and I popped in, and, and uh, I bumped into Alicia Glass. From our Vegas oh, thrill. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she was, she was grocery shopping. I'm like, hey, Alicia. And she uh, took her a second to recognize me. She's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And we started talking about you and, and tomorrow night. And I was you know, giving Laura the whole backstory and everything. And Alicia was just telling uh, Laura how excited she is for tomorrow night. And a bunch of the other players are excited about tomorrow night. So Alicia and the rest of the team is excited to, to have you out there tomorrow well, night. Well, if you if you missed it, I'm uh, trying out for the uh, Vegas thrill. I'm going to their big open house. And everyone is invited to the open house tomorrow it's gonna be like all the players uh demos you can get autographs you can buy season tickets it's gonna be a lot of fun and so yeah coach invited me to go out for a little mini trial so we'll see how that goes i'm hoping my stomach starts to cooperate with me please oh yeah yeah yeah, definitely (laughs) will and i'm I'm super excited for you and i do i do there's part of my mind i I really do think there's there could be something here i think you you're a talented volleyball player you've been it's it's in your blood you've been playing volleyball since a little kid, I think there's something with there for you making the team. But regardless of what happens, I'm just so proud of you for doing this and going out. And, and this is a whole new world you're stepping into. And you'll be trying out tomorrow night with professionals. Yeah, I, I'm feeling the pressure. Everyone is uh, expecting, you know, big things. While And while I appreciate the confidence, I don't want to disappoint everyone if it doesn't happen. I'm just well, going to go it's out inspiring. there it's inspiring, and try regardless. my best. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very inspiring to see you do this. It, it's really cool to see you do this i think it's just a great story of of people that have a a fear of stepping out of their comfort zone and yeah. maybe there's something they can try but for some reason there's this fear and they can't punch through it you're punching through that fear uh, and great things are going to happen regardless well I think. i'm very nervous but i'm uh i'm looking forward to it it's going to be a lot of fun so yeah that's happening tomorrow doors open at 5 30 if you guys want to come out it's going to be over at the dollar loan center in henderson so we're really excited and we are excited to get the show started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear the Macarena by Los Del Rio? Do you want to hear I Will Buy You a New Life by Everclear? Or do you want to hear Calling All Angels by Train? choices get your votes in right now all you gotta do is tweet us or go on x whatever it's called these days at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we're gonna count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next, coming up next. mix 94.1 you're gonna want to hear this all right we have more to come on the pre-show this morning don't go anywhere because coming up next uh, what's the secret language or the phrase or, or the code that you use at your work and have you ever heard of a liquor sickle we'll talk about that coming up next but first the votes are in and calling all angels by train is the pre-show you pick them you choose the music you pick it we play it it's mercedes in the morning pre-show you pick them I need a sign. 
did we get those liners made? And why didn't you hit the post on the last song? Oh, very inside talk. I love this. I know what you're talking about, though. Some of you who are not in the world of radio might not know what I just said. The liners, uh, liners are little things that we read ahead. Uh, like, oh, I have to read this liner for uh, best mattress. Yes. The, mm-hmm. the best mattress liners. Um, and then hitting the post is when you talk up a song and you finish talking right where the lyrics starts. That's talking. Or maybe it's like where a big like drum, you know, kicks in or something like that. That's hitting the post. And that's part of our secret language here at our job. Do you have a secret language? And what are some of those phrases that you use? 702-364-9400. We were having dinner uh, with some friends of ours. This goes back a couple weeks, but um, the one guy, he's he's an ER nurse. And we started talking about Laura at horse shows. And a lot of people rent golf carts at these horse shows because there's a lot of walking in a great distance. And some people rent scooters or mopeds. And we were just talking about that. And our friend, the nurse, he goes, oh, you're going to rent a liquor cycle. Like a a what? He goes, they're liquor cycles. I'm like, why is it a liquor cycle? It's a moped or a scooter. So he tells me, in the for him in the medical field, when they see a scooter or someone on a scooter, they call them liquor cycles because sometimes someone gets a DUI and they lose their driver's license, they can't drive, but they can get a moped or a scooter under a certain size and and, and ride them. But unfortunately, they still have that that issue, and so they're they're driving these scooters, and they see a lot of them wreck because of their drinking and scootering, and then they come into the ER, and they just call them liquor cycles. They're not motorcycles. They are liquor cycles. That's uh, something I've never heard before as far as uh, secret speak goes. What what do you have for, you know, a, a secret word that only people that work with you or in that field knows exactly what it is. Now, not that I've ever heard it before, but now if I do, I'll be like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. A liquor cycle. In the When I worked at the rental car industry, we would offer the insurance and, and upgrades and everything uh, to customers. And if someone said no to it, it on the contract, they said decline, 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 you decline everything. And if someone declined everything, our code word for them was D, as in decline. So if you'd see a customer coming in, you give someone a heads up, like, hey, just a heads up, this guy's normally a D. Uh, and I'm a D when I rent a car, but that was just a code word we had when we'd rent to a customer that didn't take any of the insurance or the upgrades. They declined everything. There was a, when I worked in retail growing up, uh, like I was a teenager and I worked at a department store and for loss prevention, if there was someone in your in your um, section that you thought might be stealing stuff or doing something shady, it was it was not five. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to. It was a number, but it was like a it was like seven five. I think it was. It was like seven five and in uh, in two six two because every number had a or every department had a number. So if I said you know, coats seven, five in ladies, you know, apparel, then that person would be like, Oh, I'm in ladies apparel. Oh my gosh. So you said ladies apparel was like two, six, two. That was our department number. So they would have no idea what that meant. So oh, code seven, five uh-huh. and two, six, two, seven, five, two, six, two. And then that told loss prevention, Hey, send over an undercover to come over and check out what's going on. And I would always like be so excited when I'm standing there and then I see them come in. I'm like, Oh, that's a loss prevention person. <laughs> it's going down. It's Mix 94.1. 
Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1987. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, January 22nd, 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for joining us as we get ready to kick off this work week. And show number 1987 takes us to the year 1987. The top song that year was... By George Michael, big song of 1987. Gotta wait for this part. The movies to watch included The Princess Bride, Good Morning Vietnam, Moonstruck, Dirty Dancing, Wall Street, and Lethal Weapon. Now, in 1987, the Giants defeated the Denver Broncos 39 to 20 in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 21. Phil Sims was named MVP of Super Bowl 21, and he is credited for being the first player to use the phrase I'm going to Disney World. That was that year. That's where I, I remember it all that game. Started. No kid. That was the first year that I ordered Sports Illustrated. My parents let me order Sports Illustrated to the house, and my first issue that came was the post Super Bowl issue. So I remember this so vividly. That game, John Elway with the Broncos, correct? Elway uh, was the quarterback. I believe so. Yeah. I oh just my remember gosh. my dad was really mad. <laughs> we were we were all really upset. I'm as sure. It's tough, that yeah. was a, that was a bummer of a game, but. but Sims, yeah, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, that's where it all started. Also in 1987, The Simpsons started, but it started as an animated short on the Tracy Ullman show. And Tracy Ullman was actually the original voice of Marge Simpson. 1987 was also the year that all eyes were on 18-month-old Jessica McClure when she fell into a well in Midland, Texas. After two days, she made it out alive. Oh, man, I remember watching that. Baby Jessica, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Were you scared of wells afterwards? Yes, I was was scared of falling into places. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh. That was the fear we had in the 80s of falling into a well. Um, In 1987, this album made history as the top or the first rap album to hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart. You gotta fight! Beastie Boys, License to L. It spent seven straight weeks at number one. I love this album. Great song, too. So many good songs. Um, Speaking of music, in 1987, during their Joshua Tree tour, U2, did you know they would occasionally appear on stage um, at local venues as a, a local country band known as the Dalton Brothers. They would wear wigs. They would dress up in costumes. They would just go to these random little uh, little country bars and perform as the Dalton Brothers. I've been a U2 fan for 30 years. I've never heard this before. That's Look that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look that up. The Dalton Brothers. Wow. And, and on this music hit, Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six in 1987 he suffered a heroin overdose that left him legally dead for two minutes. One of the paramedics who was a Motley Crue fan revived him with two shots of adrenaline and that is what motivated the song. Kickstart my heart. That's where it all came from. That is wild. Also born in 1987, you've got Hilary Duff, Blake Lively, Zac Efron, Kevin Jonitz, 
uh, Lionel Messi, Michael B. Jordan, Brendan Urie, Miles Teller, and Snooky. All born in 1987. Great stuff from 87. Coming up on the show today, tickets for you to go see Madonna. That happens at 730. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? Justin Timberlake. He debuted that new song we were talking about over the weekend. We're going to play some of it for you. Also, he announced his new album. We've got the details coming up. That and more in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the Hot Topics trending. Mercedes in the mornings, What's Trending? What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Well, the NFL playoffs are trending this morning. The stage is set for both the AFC and the NFC championships on Saturday. In the NFC Divisional Playoff, the San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey scored the game-winning touchdown with just a minute and seven seconds left to play, beating the Green Bay Packers 24-21. to In the AFC on Saturday, the Baltimore Ravens handily beat the Houston Texans 34-10. to after being tied at halftime. And then Sunday action saw the Detroit Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23, to reaching just their second NFC championship in game in team history. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills after a missed field goal from Buffalo 27-24. to Next weekend for Championship Sunday, the Chiefs will travel to Baltimore to battle the Ravens at noon our time, and the Lions will head over to San Francisco to face the top-seeded 49ers at 3.30 our time. You're really good at, at predicting winners. Who do you like, Lions or 49ers? Um... <sighs> Who I like and who I think will win are two different things. Who do you think is going to win? The 49ers. Okay. And then Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Ravens. All yeah. Right. What about you? Uh, I'm going Lions, Ravens is what I'm going with. Lions, Ravens. Lions, Ravens. I, I would love to see. I, I would actually love to see it be, yeah, Lions, Ravens also. I, I really want the Lions to win. Yeah, I know. Something about them. But I them. feel yeah. like the, the 49ers are going to pull that they one They look off. really good. Yeah, we'll see. Did you see Jason Kelsey at the game? Yes. <laughs> How entertaining is he? Well, and here's the thing. Like, people were loving it. Like, oh my God, it's so funny. But don't show a second of Taylor or else we're going to lose what? our minds. Jason I mean, <laughs> meanwhile, he has no shirt on and he's chugging beers and it's like... That's fun. That's so great. That's so funny. <gasps> they should Taylor. Uh, you know, come on. Jason Kelsey crawled out of the uh, their suite into the crowd with fans. It was chugging beers. If ta- what if Taylor Swift did that? Oh my god. Oh, it would. It would be done. <laughs> it would be done. So yeah, that I definitely saw that. Oh, what a game. Um, also trending this morning is Justin Timberlake, the singer. He did a concert in his hometown of Memphis over the weekend. We knew it was happening. He had announced it. He said he was going to be doing that. He debuted a new song at that concert. It's called Selfish. It's the first new song of Justin since his 2018 album, Man of the Woods. And here's a little teaser. Here's what Selfish sounds like. So if I get jealous I can't help it my first uh, it's 17 seconds of a song but yeah. yeah my first feeling was eh, okay see and and i i feel eh about justin and i heard it and i was like oh no i like this <laughs> i was like darn oh, it why oh, do i have these feelings man, i don't i don't want to like this but i like it have you heard your i'll let it play here i want every bit of you i guess i'm selfish 
Have I heard uh, the whole thing? Yeah, because Mercedes is in our music department here at the radio station, so she hears songs well in advance of anyone else. Have you heard anything about the song? I have heard a lot about the song. I th- we're going to get more news about the song this week, okay. I'm sure. Um, but I haven't heard the whole the song in its entirety, so waiting to hear that. Okay. But I like what I hear. Um, and then he also revealed that he does have a new album coming out, as predicted. It's called Everything I Thought It Was, and he's going to be a uh, guest on Jimmy Fallon on Thursday, the musical guest on Saturday Night Live on January 27th, and we're running out of time, so that's what's trending. All right. <laughs> Let me live that Next 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. I love weddings. Weddings make me so happy. They're just such a good time, and you get to be around people that are all there for a common thing, and that is to celebrate the love in the room between two people. And, Steph, this weekend, you got to do that. Was this in San Diego? It was. It was a beautiful wedding. James got to officiate the wedding. It was some of our best friends, Jonathan and Anthony. And, I mean, we got to reunite with friends we haven't seen in so long. There was open bar, so there was a lot of alcohol being passed around. I saw a video of you twerking, <laughs> and I knew it was a good party when Steph's twerking, because Steph doesn't pull out the twerk for just anyone. I don't. I've, I've, I've retired the twerk, and the twerk comes out, and I taught some of my aunties how to twerk at the at the wedding. It was a lot of fun. But one thing that we, we did notice is there were speeches, and the, they did really well. I'm surprised I didn't like fall asleep on some. Some made me cry, but there was a certain speech that was the thank you speech from the grooms and you could tell it wasn't it was it was like off the dome they were just trying to improvise because they forgot and they lost their thank yous for the thank you speech so it was kind of like rambling on i'm like uh oh what no were they had they had a few drinks or was this completely sober no this was this was a lot of drinks in. Oh, <laughs> that makes a- all the sense in the world now. Yeah, and I actually have some audio of it. It's just them kind of thanking everyone, but they didn't think like the wedding planner. They didn't thank the DJ. They didn't thank anyone. So they just did like a, a generalized thank you. Here's some of the audio of that. You guys always, has always loved an everlasting impression on both of us. So to have you guys here all for one night, uh, we're so thankful. So thank you guys for coming out, for traveling so far, uh, for being here tonight. There's that pause of like, I don't got the names. Wait, I got to ask, is that, is that, is that James? It has to be. It has to be. It sounds just like, let's get this party started. Yeah, let's do it. That was his improvised speech for the night because they forgot and lost the thank yous. Have you been in that situation where maybe a wedding speech goes south uh, because of alcohol or the person just got nervous or they forgot to... To thank someone in per, uh, someone important there, 702-364-9400. There's a lot of pressure when it comes to giving a wedding speech. And if you have someone that's never spoken in public before, or doesn't have, you know, they get nervous when they speak in front of others, to be in front of that big of a crowd, things can go bad sometimes. Yeah, it could. It, it can go bad. And it also can be, if you're not prepared with something, just it can be awkward or you can catch people off guard too. It, my wedding, my husband, um, his best man, was his father and I don't know if you remember the speech JC you were there his father he didn't have anything prepared very off the cuff but just genuine heart and soul speaks and he started talking and I I felt Matt's hands I was holding his hand I felt Matt's hand start shaking and he goes oh no and his dad was just saying like 
I love this kid. He has like a, he had like an accent. He's like, I love this kid. I'm so proud of him. And he's just my everything. And I just felt Matt start shaking. He did not expect his dad to go heartfelt. He thought his dad was going to just oh, be you like, comical. get this uh-huh. kid out of here. Yeah, you take him. Uh, he just started speaking from the heart. And Matt lost it. Lost it, lost it. Not, not expecting that at all. The, the curveball worked out well. Yeah, it was good, I guess, <laughs> if you don't mind a crying groom during the first dance. <laughs> it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Best Mattress. Just like David says, sleep easy, friends. Are we making a big deal out of something that's not a big deal, or is this so disgusting? Did you see... Reese Witherspoon, she's gotten a lot of backlash because she shared this video of her making a snow salt chococino. Did you see that? Where she used snow from her backyard? Yes, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so she gets, if you missed it, she she gets a coffee mug and she scoops up snow that had piled up on top of the car in her, uh, in her yard and she put chocolate syrup and um, salted caramel syrup and cold brew. And she's like, this is my snow salt chococino. And everyone went off on her like, that snow is dirty. You're going to get sick. That's disgusting. So she had to finally do a follow-up because she was just getting inundated with comments on this saying that, you know, when she was little, she didn't grow up drinking filtered water and they would, they would drink from the hose and they drink from the tap. And that's just what they did. So she's like, is it, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Do you think that that is disgusting? Or do you think that it's fine? I think it's totally fine. We, I did the same thing growing up, and I'm sure you did as well. Outside in the snow, you'd suck on some snow, you drink water out of the hose. Things just kind of change throughout the years. Now, if it's dirty, slushy snow, maybe in the city or something, I don't know if it's different, but a little fun fun like that, I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. People are just looking for things to pick apart and attack people on. Well, and it's not like it was touched snow. It was like non-touched, just fallen snow. I can see if, you know, it's been in your front yard and people have been stomping on it. Snow plowed and stuff. Yes. Yeah, that, okay, okay. But it just had fallen. I think it's fine. When we were little, growing up in Colorado, we had snow all the time. And I remember my brother and I, we would go in the front yard and play in the snow. Mom would bundle us up in our snowsuits and our mittens and scarves and all that. And we would literally like almost swim in the front yard because it was, we'd have like three or four feet of snow. And we do, we, we'd be like Pac-Man where we go and just like eat our way through the snow because we thought it was so cool. That was the thing you did. Yeah, it was just, it was, you're right though, that fresh snow. If it's snow near the street or something, that a plow and salt is in, you stayed away from it. But that clear snow in the backyard or in a field or if you're sledding as a kid and going down a hill and there's some fresh snow, absolutely. Not the yellow snow though. No. (laughs) Let's spell your name in that. (laughs) Let's talk to Rachel. Rachel, good morning. What do you think? Hi, good morning. I think it's wonderful. I grew up in Mount Charleston, and my mom would have us get our bowls in the morning, and we would go take a scoop of snow and pour juice on it, and that was our Slurpee. Oh, that! why does that sound so good? Oh, my gosh. Orange juice on the fresh snow? 
I, th- I smell juicy juice, fruit punch, whatever juice you wanted. Nature's icy. Let's go get some snow at Mount Charleston, and that'll be our try it Tuesday. Get fresh snow, though. Fresh- Whoever goes up there. Rachel's juice snow <laughs> recipe. I love it. Thank you, Rachel. Also, this morning, millennials apparently have little interest in starting a family. They just came out with this study, and they found that. Only 19% of younger millennials say they definitely want to have kids, while 30% were leaning towards starting a family. Among older millennials, uh, 36%, they were sure they were not going to have kids, while 20% were leaning towards not having low incomes and the cost of childcare and the concerns about the environment are all reasons why uh, millennials are kind of like, meh, it's okay. Year, year two or the next generation down, Gen Z, correct? Yeah. Have they ever t- have they talked about wanting a large family or kids or anything like that to you? We literally had this conversation at dinner last night because uh, we were eating and, um, I, gosh, I made a comment about having kids and, and oh, just it being expensive because we were trying to figure out if we wanted to do a vacation and everything we kept thinking of. I'm like, that's too expensive. That's too expensive. And Sophie goes, this is why I'm not having kids. And I was like, oh, you're not going to have any kids? She goes, nope. They're too expensive, and I have to put my life on hold for them. I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, all matter of fact. Then you're, that was a great Sophie impression, too. I was just saying, I really like see her saying that to you. And then Brooklyn's like, I'm adopting because I don't want it to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, even for someone as famous and well-established as Snoop Dogg, $100 million is a difficult number to turned down and that's exactly what only fans offered the iconic rapper but it came with a price he said he said that they offered him a hundred million dollars to show his stuff do it and he said that he knew his wife would not allow it he said ain't no way in the world she's gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money. Thing with an A. <laughs> <laughs> that thing can buy you multiple houses, vacations. I'm sure if you repitch it to her, she'd be de- down with that thing being seen by others. I uh, For $100 million, if they if someone offered my husband $100 million, and he's no Snoop Dogg, I get it. He's not that famous. But I... I would be like, yes, <laughs> do it 100%. I'd do it for a thousand bucks. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. And just about a half hour from right now, we are going to have your tickets to see Madonna. She is coming to town. She's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena on March 1st and March 2nd. And we will have your tickets to see her with the Mega Minute. Also, just announced this morning, Avril Lavigne, she is coming to town. She is going to be hitting the MGM Grand Garden Arena on June 1st. We've got your tickets to see Avril Lavigne next hour with heads up so don't go anywhere there was an article this weekend that i read that made me feel very guilty about something i did in my past something from 30 years ago that every so often it pops up in my mind i'm thinking why did we do that i know why we did it we were young and dumb but looking back i'm like ah it pains me that i did that and what it is is dine and dash have you ever dined and dashed? No, I've been on the other side of a dine and dash. I waited tables and I've had people dine and dash on me and it sucks. I had to pay for one of the bills. The other ones, my, my managers let me do it. But one, I had the bean manager that shift and she's like, well, you're going to have to take care of it. You didn't obviously take good enough care of that table. And I was like, what? So like I, w- I walked out with a loss that night. I think I made $30 in tips. And their bill was like $35. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's awful. It, it's awful. I, I, I was part of a group that did it once. And we, we, had a couple, we had a couple drinks. We were visiting a buddy of mine in college and uh, in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. And I remember the restaurant so vividly. I remember the name because it's the Dutch Pantry was the name of the restaurant. And we went in there and we had some beers prior. And we finished our lunch. And my one buddy's like, you got any money? I'm like, I don't got any money on me. And then we all thought we had money. No one had money. We're like, let's just, let's just go. <sighs> And we left. And I think about it. It pops up in my mind because I feel super bad about doing that. It's the only time I ever did it. And I worked in the service industry as well. And I know how it affects the people um, on the other side. But I just wasn't thinking. It was dumb and selfish back then. And, and this was on this, this article that talked about 30 mistakes you'll make before you turn 30. And that was one of them. Dining and Dash was one of them. And I'm like, ah, I did make that mistake. You need to. I think that's going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Um, unless you make amends, I don't know if that restaurant still exists, but you should, you should like pay them back. You should pay them back all these years later. The Dutch, uh, the Dutch pantry, it was in a town called, it wasn't even the town that I lived in. It was in a town called Clearfield, Pennsylvania. Me and my buddies were visiting another friend in college and I want to say it was like central Pennsylvania. So that was part of our mindset. Like they're not going to see us again. And we just left. I don't think the Dutch pantry. Do you remember how much the bill was? Well, it was, it was four of us, and no, no, it was three of us, three or four of us, and which it was just lunch. I think I had like a Reuben sandwich or something. It was nothing like over the top. It was just four sandwiches, probably a couple of waters, and that was it. So maybe it was like 30 bucks or something like that. Okay, so let's say 30 bucks plus tip. Plus tip? $36. Okay. Okay. So does this restaurant still exist? Do we know? I don't know. I haven't been to Clearfield. That's the only time Hold I was on. ever in Clearfield, check. Pennsylvania. Dutch pantry? The Dutch pantry, yes. That sounds like something that you do to your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that's why I remember the name all these years. Because years afterwards, my buddies would be like, oh, man, remember the Dutch pantry? And Clearfield? The Clearfield, Pennsylvania. It exists. It's still there. Oh, it looks like a it looks like a barn. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Pennsylvania Dutch themed. That's why it's called the, the Dutch Pantry. Steph said she was trying to uh, she, w- she was trying to call. Did you call the Dutch Pantry, Steph? I did because I think that JC, you owe an apology to them. That's really messed up. I'm t- I, I I feel bad over it, but there's no way there's Dutch Pantry. It's it's, it's there. It's still there. It's, it's, it's a four and a half star restaurant. It's there, and I talked to the manager. <gasps> no, you did not. I talked to her. Her name is Tracy. Tra- what? I said Tracy. I I just want to let you know we're a radio show here in Las Vegas. My host, JC, loved your restaurant back in the day. He doesn't live too far from you. And she said, okay, nice. Oh, good to know. Thanks, JC. I'm like, well, JC owes you an apology because JC used to dine and dash at your restaurant. <gasps> and Tracy said, oh, did he? And her <laughs> voice changed immediately. I'm like, I think he owes you an apology and I'm gonna, I would love to bring you over to him and say, I'm sorry. She goes, I don't want to speak to him. I'm sorry. I'm too busy. Oh, she doesn't want to talk to you. She declined your offer of an apology. Really? So she's like, I'm too busy. Sorry. We have a line at the door. Bye-bye. It's Tracy. Hung up on me. No kidding. I want to go to this place. I'm reading their reviews. It's, they're good reviews. We loved it. Highly recommend the fried chicken sandwich. It was amazing. The Reuben was good too, but not as good. That's the, why I had the Reuben. <laughs> the shoe fly pie was also incredible. So glad we stopped here. Oh, but Jay, I'm going to write a review. Like, it would be better if there were not people that dined in Dash. <laughs> I dined in Dash before Tracy was born. I guarantee you that. And Aww. Steph, it's as if I did it many times. It was a one-time deal. Do you still owe her an apology one time, ten times? <laughs> it does not matter. You should ask her for her Venmo, and JC can send her something. Uh, yeah, I'll take care, Tracy. Turn it up. We're getting you back to Vegas's best variety and Mercedes in the morning. Faster. Mix 94.1. Check this out. We have your tickets to go see Madonna. Those are yours when you conquer the Mega Minute in just about five minutes. When was a celebrity truly awful to you? We live and work in a town that sees celebrities come in and out. A lot of celebrities work here. And I love hearing the good celebrity stories, but I heard a really bad one over the weekend. And I've actually heard quite a few bad ones about this particular celebrity. Have you ever waited or had to, you know, maybe Uber a celebrity or taking care of them at your retail store and when did you experience a celebrity that was truly truly awful or just rude 702-364-9400 i met someone in the restaurant industry this weekend and we were just talking about um some of the actually we were talking about where she was from she was from new york and so of course i have to ask her oh yankees or mets and she was yankees and so we were all bonding over that and then i don't know how we got on the subject but jennifer lopez came up and it when when the name came up, she just rolled her eyes, and she goes, "She is truly the worst celebrity to wait on." And I've heard that a couple of places. I always try to give you know people the benefit of the doubt, but I just I hear a lot of bad J Lo stories. I've heard stories of, of Ben Affleck when they were date with, together the first go around, where the town be gambling and big tipper and everything else. But when he was with J Lo, she would reel him in. Well, she told him she told that exact story oh, that did? it was 
it, it was her friend that happened to, and it was not here. It was, well, it might've happened here, but the first time it happened was the first go round that she and Ben were together. He was gambling at the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City. The Borgata, uh, all right. Uh-huh. And her her friend was one of the dealers. Mm-hmm. She, uh, ben put out a $15,000 tip for them, and Jennifer grabbed it and put out five dollars no 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 she's she did like, not 15 15 thousand to five that's what that's what she said that happened to her girlfriend and so they put it out to all the media outlets and, told yeah. everyone about it. and so we were talking about that and and just how so she waited on her in when she lived in new york so she moves to vegas like fresh start and lo and behold the first place she gets a job at jennifer lopez walks in she's like are you kidding me i i cannot and and the thing is Jennifer Lopez recognized her from New York. Yeah. And was like, you're that girl. You're that girl. Like, she never bothered to ask her name, but she called her that girl every time. So she was just like, oh, I couldn't stand it. So um, that's what I've heard from a few people. But have you ever waited on a truly awful celebrity? 702-364-9400. Again, I've never had an experience with her. And I, you know, I feel bad, but... When you hear a lot of stories, it's there's been like, stories Ugh. in town here. Yeah, of course. Phil, good morning. Good morning. How's everyone doing today? We are great. Did something happen to you with the celebrity? Oh yeah. So I was working at a restaurant and everything. I was a busboy at the time. So one of our local, um, what was it, comedians? I believe. So he came through with his girl and a child. So he was nice and everything, but. His table manners and everything, too. There was food all over the place. And each time I came to, like, bless his table, ooh, not a single word, just a dead look at me. And I'm like, what did I do? I just want to help clean and enjoy <laughs> have you have a good experience. Oh, my gosh. You're like, I'm trying to make your area a little more tidy <laughs> since you're being kind of sloppy here. Do, we, uh, do, do you want to give any hints as to who this local comedian may be? He has... Fluffy red hair. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I, th- I think I know who it is, you guys. <laughs> I, listen, yes, he's that, that man is a super sweet man, but I could see him because I'm the same way. Murder my food. Food goes everywhere when you eat sometimes. So I could, I could see him doing the same thing. Just making a big mess. Yeah, and then your, your wife or girlfriend being very upset because Laura always gets mad at me. She's like, well, you made a mess. I'm like, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, you can reel it in a little bit there, buddy. <laughs> we get excited to eat at times. Here we go. It's time for the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minutes. We have a pair of tickets for you to see Madonna. She is coming to the T-Mobile Arena. Two shows. March 1st and March 2nd. And if you want to go, you can try and conquer the Mega Minute. Caller 20 will get one minute to answer 10 questions correctly. If you do that, you win tickets to the show. Who wants to try and conquer the Mega Minute? 702-364-9400. It's time. For Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. Brittany, you're caller 20. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing amazing. How are you guys? We are great. You really want these tickets to see Madonna? 
I really, really, really do. We want nice. you to get them. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be so exciting. It's the Mega Minute, and it's 10 questions. You've got this. It starts quickly, so take a deep breath. You can do it. So, Brittany, you're going to have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we'll come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. What artist is known for their songs 24 Karat Magic and Locked Out of Heaven? Ooh, pass. What fictional material is Superman's weakness? Oh, pass. What U.S. city has a type of cream pie named after it? Cream pie? Oh, pass. Okay, what Las Vegas casino did Elvis perform his residency at? Say that one more time. What Las Vegas casino did Elvis perform his residencies? Las Vegas? Uh, incorrect. What is the name of Donald Duck's girlfriend? Oh, my goodness. I cannot think of anything for that. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's okay. Let's keep going. I failed this. No, don't worry. Jennifer Aniston plays Rachel Green in what TV sitcom? I don't even know that one. What? Okay. What is the capital <laughs> of Thailand? What is the capital? Oh, I failed that one completely. Oh, time, time, time. I'm so sorry. You know what? It's a Monday, right? Like <laughs> It is do, Monday. Do not beat yourself up over that. Instead, just hang up your phone right now and then call us right back. And maybe you can still win these tickets. Um yeah, that was t- that is the first time that has ever happened in the history of the Mega Minute where someone didn't get any of them right. But you know, sometimes just things aren't firing off right. You know, it's there's a lot of pressure just playing the game. It's easy, I think, to play it when you're in your car, but once you're on the radio and going live, it's, yeah, it's, it's a whole, hard. It's a whole different feeling. Do you want to run through all the stuff that um, she passed on? The artist known for their songs "24 Karat Magic" and "Locked Out of Heaven" was Bruno Mars. The fictional material that is Superman's weakness is kryptonite. The U.S. city uh, that has a type of cream pie named after it. Is Boston the Las Vegas casino that Elvis performed his residency at? Well, that could be a, a couple of them: Las Vegas Hilton, West. The International is where it technically started. Yes, yeah, technically. So we would have taken a, a few different answers for that one. What is the name of Donald Duck's girlfriend? That is Daisy, uh, and Jennifer Aniston played Rachel Green on the TV sitcom Friends. So there you go. Oi. That means color 20 right now. <laughs> you get these tickets to see Madonna at the T-Mobile Arena, 702-364-9400. It was a big weekend of football. I know a lot of you guys were probably watching the games. We were over at Durango Station. It's the first time I've ever been there. Walk in. Literally everyone has their eyes glued to the Packers 49ers game. I mean, everywhere. The place was Mm -hmm. packed with football fans watching. And it made me think about my uh, girlfriend. Do you ever get into a fight with a family member over sports or have you or are you and your significant other or maybe like your parents or your brother and sister like on totally opposite sides when it comes to sports it made me think of my friend she is a 49ers fan she's from northern california has been a 49ers fan for her entire life her husband is a diehard packers fan loves the packers and uh, after they after the 49ers won, I sent her a text like, congratulations, um, how's the household? And she's like, he's not speaking to me. 
And I, I thought it was funny. I'm like, of course, you know, he's upset. Sunday, I send her a follow-up text. I wrote, is he speaking to you now? And she said, nope. So there, her husband is giving her the silent treatment over that Packers 49ers game. I find that to be so funny. That like, dude, is get so over it. funny. Get over it. <laughs> I understand some, some, there's going to be some frustration for a couple of hours. But if you're holding the silent treatment against your wife 24 hours because the team that she roots for beat your team. I mean, come on. That's a long time. Well, not just that, but she had nothing to do with the yeah, winner. Like she, uh, yeah. and she didn't call the plays. <laughs> she was not coaching the team. She didn't throw the interception. I, I'm wondering if she was you know trash talking a lot and it that sometimes when someone trash talks so much it gets on your nerves like i've actually gotten into fights with people over uh baseball not fights but like where i stopped talking to them because i just didn't want to deal with the trash talking anymore i wasn't pouting over the game i was like i'm sick of listening to you trash talk i can't do it there's a certain limit to it sometimes yes. and they take it to the extreme and at the point where it starts to become personal like okay enough the, the, the first 15 jabs were maybe kind of funny but now you're non-stop and now you're just jabbing me for no reason i can see the anger coming from that we've, we've got a co-worker who's who's um, significant other is a a packers fan diehard packers fan and uh, she's not a packers fan but he's the, the kind of guy where he's just dedicated, watches the it's, it's Packers is his life. And going into the playoffs, she told me that she was secretly rooting for the Packers to get knocked out because she don't have to deal with the pressure and the stress throughout the playoffs and the Super Bowl if they made it that far. Oh, that's, that's so sad, but I totally understand <laughs> it. I think we need to find the biggest fan from each of the three or the four remaining teams. Who is the biggest 49ers fan? The biggest Ravens fan? The biggest Lions fan and the biggest Chiefs fan. Where are you? Call us at 702-364-9400 and let's follow you as you go through the AFC and NFC championship all the way to the big game. And you can do the trash talking. I think we should have two trash talkers up against each other for the AFC championship and the NFC championship. So if you claim that you, if you want to be the representative for your team, 49ers, Ravens, Lions, or Chiefs, 702-364-9400. Let's find the biggest fan for each of those teams and, and follow your path to the big game. Do you want to put them on against each other, too? Yes. So we can have our Niners fan, the uh, the president of the Niners club, against the president of the Lions club, and they can go at it and start jabbing back and forth on the air? Let's get to know them. I want to get to know their personalities. And, like, this, I have no horse in this race. I, I want to root for someone. And just based on the fans, maybe I'll, that'll be the one that I choose. You know what I mean? You can recruit, because our teams are out. You can recruit. Yeah, non-Lions fans to come root for you for the going in the Super Bowl. This so, is good. Yeah, we're looking for applications right now. Call us at 702-364-9400. Biggest 49ers, Ravens, Lions, or Chiefs fan. And then we'll put you... Maybe we can give a prize to whoever comes out on top or something like that. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Some kind of some kind of trophy. The Mercedes in the morning, Super Bowl, some kind give them something. There's something in it for the person that makes it all yes, the way. Yes, yes, I like it. But the best let's let's crown the best fan in that remains in sports right now as far as football goes. I, I can't wait. This is going to be so exciting. Our our phones are ringing, so we're looking for those fans. 702-364-9400.
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Best Mattress. Just like David says, sleep easy, friends. Just about a year after his first charge for involuntary manslaughter, Alec Baldwin's not out of the woods yet. He has been battling numerous charges since the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of his movie Rust. And he was so happy when the charges were dropped in April of last year, but they're back again. I guess the Oscar-nominated star is once again staring down this involuntary manslaughter charge as he pulled the trigger on a prop gun that was tragically loaded with real bullets. At first, at the, after the first indictment was dropped, his reps encouraged a proper investigation into the facts and circumstances of the accident, and a new in, in investigation by a pair of special prosecutors found that the gun had not malfunctioned and that the trigger must have been pulled, contrary to the actor's claim that he didn't do that for the weapon to go off. So, Oh, oh I didn't know that. They said yeah. it had to be pulled. Ooh. This is a new investigation now, so it looks like that one's uh, not going away anytime soon. Has that movie even come out? Because they, they moved ahead with the movie. They, I believe they went back on set eventually to wrap things up. So. I don't think it's come out. No, I don't know not? when it's coming okay. out, but I don't think it has come out. Would you go see it? I would not because I have no interest in seeing the movie. Nothing. I'm, well, actually, I don't know what it's about, but um, I don't know. Probably not because right now, just hearing about it doesn't appeal to me. But I did go see, remember The Crow with, um, gosh, uh, Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee, was killed the same way on, on, on the set. Halfway through the filming of the movie, uh, a blank, there was an actual bullet. He was killed. He died. It was tragic. And I went and saw that movie when it came out back in the 90s. See, for that reason, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it because mm-hmm. uh, I know what happened on this movie and it makes me really sad but then on the other side of the coin is is this a way to honor the work that helena hutchins did that she worked so hard on i'm not sure so that is going on this morning also going on this morning did you hear about sports illustrated on friday no what happened they laid off all of their worker, all of their staff. What? They laid off everyone. They said that um, their their statement that they put out, it was earlier today, the workers of Sports Illustrated were notice, notified that the arena group is planning to lay off a significant number, possibly all of the guild-represented workers at SI. This company that owns Sports Illustrated sold the publishing rights to the arena group, and now they're saying that the sports magazine would be able to continue even though... The publishing license has been terminated. Uh, They say that the entire staff, though, reportedly received their walking papers and and fired their COO and corporate counsel. So, like, I don't know how it's still going to go on if there's other people with the other company that acquired them or what. But, like, they're just all gone. Sports Illustrated is such an important part of, you know, sports here in in this country, I'm really surprised that they're doing that. Do you guys still get Sports Illustrated? Or are there any magazines that you still get and read? I like, just read stuff online, but I, I go to the Sports Illustrated website. I can't. The only magazines that we get are like catalogs. <laughs> they come to you. How do you stop them? <laughs> I don't know. I get so many catalogs and they go right to the recycling bin. I don't even look at them. So home stuff, horse stuff, all kinds of catalogs come to our house. I we'll know. Look on the I cannot get those to stop at all. I've had my mailbox filled up to the point numerous times where I have to go down in the post office because they've run out of space. I'm like, what's in here? And it's nothing but gigantic catalogs. I'm like, I've never bought anything from this company. Why am I getting it? I, I Googled them once and now all of a sudden they're sending yes. me stuff. What's going on? All right. Finally, this morning we were just talking about football and we are looking Looking for the biggest fans from the 49ers, the Ravens, the Lions, and the Chiefs. And last night, if you watched that Chiefs game, it was uh, very 
it was very exciting. Not just what was going on the field, but off the field, too. If you're tired of seeing Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes hug after every Kansas City Chiefs touchdown, you got your antidote last night with Jason Kelsey. His Philadelphia Eagles were eliminated last weekend, and he was also in the Chiefs' box for last night's win against the Buffalo Bills. When Patrick Mahomes connected with his brother, Travis, for a touchdown, Jason was out there shirtless, puffing out his hairy uh, chest, bellowing like a Viking. He had a can of Labatt's blue light in one hand. And at one point, he even hopped out of the luxury box to pound a beer in the crowd. He really did kind of upstage Taylor in that aspect, which may not be a problem. I think, you know, it, she probably liked not the being was the off center of, her. of attention. Um, it was really cute. Did you see when he picked up a little Taylor fan? He picked her up so she could look into the luxury box and wave oh. to Taylor. It was so <laughs> was sweet. Was he shirtless at that point? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, I, sure, I'll let my kid go with this big, hairy, <laughs> shirtless man just so she can meet Taylor Swift. Why not? He was out drinking with the Bills fans uh, tailgating before the game, too. I love it. Guy's a legend now. Next 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, Monday morning, 8.01. I told you guys, I, I'm i taking this training very seriously. And in in regards to the training, it's kind of beating me up a little bit, but I'm getting stronger and I'm getting faster. That You tear yourself down to build yourself up. Yes. But when you said you had some bruises on your knees and you sent us a message about it, I, th- I thought maybe a little black and blue mark. Mercedes came in the studio while Taylor Swift was playing and she pulled up her leggings to show me her knees. Holy smokes. I know. They're they're black. And I have those same black bruises on like my hips from diving because I'm doing okay. I'm trying, trying out for the Vegas thrill tomorrow. Yeah. The new professional women's volleyball team. I'm so excited about the opportunity to get to try out my, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to put all my hopes and dreams in this, but I just think it's cool that I get a tryout. With And that means I get to play with these women who are so good. Like, this is the high-level performance that I, like, never played with this level, this caliber of athlete before. So I'm really excited about that. So I'm taking seriously. I've been training. I've been working out more intensely than I normally do. I've been doing, you know, practicing volleyball. I've been doing volleyball drills and because I just don't want to go out on the court tomorrow night at the Dollar Loan Center and make an absolute fool out of myself. So I'm really trying my best to be prepared for this. This is not just some kind of gimmick. You're 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 going all in on this thing. And I mentioned this earlier. I, I'm very proud of you. I, I have hopes and in back of my mind, I think there's something there for you to make this team. But just the fact that you know, you had some fear doing this, and the fact that you're you're just going and you're doing this. I mean, I think it's an inspiration to people that are maybe are a little scared of trying something new in their life, and the fact that you're going out tomorrow night to try out with professionals. I think you're going to inspire a bunch of people. Um, I do think you have a chance of making the team, and I can't wait to see this tomorrow night. I'm going in not with the hopes of making the team. I'm going in with the dream of playing with women of this caliber. That's to me, the best of the best. To me, it's already a win. I've already won, and I haven't even done it yet, so I'm excited. But you were asking me, what kind of workouts am I doing? And um, I have one of my like home workouts that I have that I do three rounds of twice a day. So I'll do like three rounds of it in the morning and then three rounds of it in the afternoon. Um, And these are just like workouts I've found online that for volleyball to help with agility and speed and, you know, plyometrics and it's all involved. So 
I'm wondering if you want to do a sample of one of these workouts. I won't make you do the three rounds, but maybe one round. One round? And see if you can can do it. And we might have to make some of these a little abbreviated just for time's sake, but I th- I think you could do it. I think I I know you can do it. I know that you can do this. It's they sound intense. I think you'll be okay if you All if right. you just move quickly. If you just move quickly. You're going to put me through the rounds of the volleyball training then. Okay, just one round of it. But there's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 things. Why do don't you think we... you can do it? We'll find out. I'm willing to try it. I don't know. Do you know what a Superman is? Huh? Clark Kent. Yeah, but do you know what that is? Is that like a burpee and up all the way? No, it's where you like lay on your stomach and then you put your hands up and your legs up at the same time and you're basically just on your stomach. And how long do you have to hold that for? Uh, 30 seconds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Get ready for some amazing audio. Get ready to hear someone in pain. JC, we're going to put JC through one round of <laughs> no. this training that I'm doing. I know you can do this. I, I need to stretch. Can. I need a couple minutes to stretch. <laughs> you, you too will have bruises on your knees like me. <laughs> we'll try it. Next. It's gonna be me right now. It's gonna be me. We're gonna put JC through some training and we're gonna live stream this on our Instagram, Mercedes in the AM, if you wanna see it. I'm trying, I've got my big tryout for the Vegas Thrill tomorrow. Yes. $5.30 loan center. It's open to the public. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. We are going to have, there's going to be like an open house. You get to meet the players. Hi, hi, Instagram. Hello. Um, we are going to be having like season ticket holders. You can find your seats. You can buy tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll also be trying out for the team. Yes, you will. Coach Fran gave me the opportunity. So I've been taking like this training seriously. I've been working out. I've been trying to do like different kind of, uh, I don't know, like agility things, plyometrics, things like that. To, so I don't make a total fool out of myself for this. You're taking this is not this is not a gimmick. You're t- you're all in on this thing. You're, I showed you're, you're you my trying. bruises. I oh got bruises gosh, all bruises. over my legs. We it, have to sh- turn do turn your light on in your studio, the overhead, so we can see you better. Oh my! And then God. also, I think uh, if you're watching on Instagram Live, you're going to see the bruises that Mercedes has. You guys, she, she is going all in on this. She's been yeah. practicing. It's bad. She's been training. And this is no joke. She's she's gonna give it her all tomorrow night, and oh. we're gonna be there to support you. Well, what, what are you, these calisthenics you're gonna put so me through? So you're gonna you're gonna do a one round. I be, I do this twice a day, uh, three rounds. But you're just gonna do one round. And I know you can do it. You're in great shape. You're probably gonna have an easier time at this than I do when I do it. So uh, when I say go, uh-huh. you're gonna try and do this as quickly as possible. Okay, okay? it's for time. Now we may have to lower the time on a couple of these things, but you're just going to do it as fast as you can, okay? Okay. All right. I'm just going to shout out what it is, and then you're going to do it, okay? So get ready. Hold on one second. We're we're streaming live on Instagram right now. Okay. Mercedes in the AM. Okay. On your marks, get set, 10 squats. Go. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... You're going Nine, low too. I'm really impressed. 10. Okay, Ooh. 20 sit-ups. Go. 20 sit-ups. Yes. Right. Right after one. Right after the other. We're gonna have him now. I do three rounds Dude. of this. And are you my back? Yeah. Is his back cracking, Steph? <laughs> Steph is Seven. filming. <laughs> we'll just make you do 10. Okay, get Seven. up. Sit. Okay, next is a 60-second wall sit. What's that? Just go sit on the wall. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're not going to make you do 60 seconds, but we'll make you do uh, as long as possible. Oh, my gosh, he's low. You are low. How low can you go? <laughs> I got to go low. 
I gotta go low because the thermostat's behind me. <laughs> okay, so you're doing your well, waltz. burning. Are are they burning? Yeah. yeah. Do you think you could do sixty seconds? Sixty seconds, I could not do. Okay, uh, then no. let's go into no. uh, twenty second leg lifts. Lay on your back and go. Like what? Leg lifts. Lay lay on your back. Yeah. And just lift up both of your legs, just barely off the ground, and hold that for twenty seconds. Ugh. Okay, JC's doing this. My back on the floor, Steph. We're we're currently live streaming. Steph is Coach Fran all of a sudden. (laughs) How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm I'm starting to get winded. Okay, stand up. Let's do 10 jump squats. Go. Jump squats. All the way down. Lower. Oh, Oh my gosh. Uh Uh-oh. You're almost done, JC. You're almost done. Keep going. You got this. He's killing it. He's killing it. Okay. Ah, uh, sure, that's good. Now, 30 hit approaches. What? Like you're going to spike the ball. Wait, then we're still going? Yes, you still My legs have three are more things to do. You can do okay, this. Do Go. Much? Do do 30 hit approaches. Like, like you're how? going to spike the ball. Okay, right. Hit approaches. Okay. One. One. <laughs> JC's. Oh, my gosh, he's going to attack me. He's mining for gold. <laughs> he's got his pickaxe. <laughs> I'm winning. Mercedes. Okay, 20 blocks. Stand it. Jump and block what? 20 times. <laughs> Two. Three. I'm out. I'm oh, you got one more thing. 10 push-ups. Go. 10 push-ups? Yes. You got to do that. Nice. Come on. Three, four, five. And you have officially completed one round. JC, yes. You did it. You did it. Yes, it was abbreviated version, but you did it on the spot. I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. Holy cow. You killed it. Holy cow. You killed it. That was a miniature version? Yeah, you have to do that two more rounds now. do that two more rounds? Yeah, but you could do it. Want to try? What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Not a fan? Oh, no, I'm a fan. Do you know why I have bruises all over my (laughs) knees? That is a workout and a half right there. I know. And that's just an at-home one. I, I I don't know what I'm doing to myself. I'm killing it. But you did so well on that. I'm really impressed. What does someone say? What does Seth's boy say? I can't step. I can't see. Are the tryouts open to the public? Yes, yes. the tryouts are open to the public tomorrow night. JC can't see. We made him go blind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. Seth's holding. I can't read right now, Steph. <laughs> Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, it is time to play Heads Up, and we've got our contestant on the phone. It's Christy. Hey, Christy, how you doing? Good morning. Ready ready to win these Avril Lavigne tickets? I'm so ready. Okay, let's do this. All you got to do is pick a category. Do you want to go with Popeye the Sailor Man, Recess, Snowflake, Dear John or Cafe? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Recess. Recess it is. International Play Date Day was yesterday. These are all things associated with kids' games, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
Uh, since Stacy doesn't have any kids, I'm going to go with you. Okay. <laughs> Good thing. I like the logic, Although Christy. Although he was a kid, but I, uh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll do it happily. All right, Christy, 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock. You get six cracked. You're going to go see Avril Lavigne. You start now. This is where you, like, throw a penny and then you hop on one foot, hop on. Oh, oh. well. Oh, dang. Oh. Uh, she's a pass. A pass. pass. Okay. Um, this is where you take this uh, thing and you hop and you uh, can do double dutch and you can. Uh-huh. Yes. This is where you sit on these and someone pushes you and you go hi. Oh. Yes. This is a game where you try to avoid getting hit by this. Um, no. Oh, n- yes. Uh, this is where you walk around and round and then the song stops and you try to find a place to sit. Oh, gosh. Um, I forget. Pass. Okay. This is where you go to uh, have fun on recess. You go on. Uh, you go to Play the. Them? Yes. This is where. Hey, you can't find me. We're playing this game. Ready? Or, yes. Um, this is where we say send so-and-so right seconds. over. And they try to break. Red Rosie, Red Rosie. Uh, not, not Rosie, but a dog's name. Um, uh, Red Rover. Yes. yes. <laughs> you got it, Kristen. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Christy, you are the first person in Las Vegas to get tickets to go see Avril Lavigne with all-time low at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on Saturday, June 1st. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. We have these tickets all week long. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Are you ready for some football? The stage is set for the AFC and NFC championships. On Saturday, we found out that the San Francisco 49ers would be moving on. We found out that the Baltimore Ravens would be moving on. And then yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs punched their ticket to the AFC championship. And so did the Detroit Lions. So we asked last hour for those teams' biggest fans to call in. We want to know who is the biggest fan of those teams. And we were talking about when you you trash talk the other teams a little bit. We want to see who will be the the one that reigns supreme. Who is the biggest trash talker right now? And who will end up on top with the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas? This is very exciting. I feel like we all have a vested interest in this, even though none of our teams are in the big game. It'll be nice to follow along with our designated leader of the the pack for each fan group to follow along the journey when their team wins this weekend or their team loses and as they get ready for the big game coming up here in just a few weeks. So the first game was uh, Baltimore and Houston. So let's get Baltimore's biggest fan on on the phone. And that is Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi. <laughs> now you are the self-proclaimed biggest Baltimore Ravens fan. How how are you feeling after this weekend? I'm excited. I'm electric. I'm ecstatic. I'm thriving. Like you said, the day he got drafted, Lamar Jackson will be getting us a Super Bowl. Now, Jess, Jess, why are the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl this year? Well, it's not. Um, well, I mean, it's just the facts. As you all know, we are the number one seed. Um, that's just what it is. 
and uh, we're, we're the best team in the league. Like, you will be seeing the Ravens flock take over Vegas on February 11th. You might even see me on your local news for doing something illegal to get into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just haven't decided what that is yet. But, no, it, it's our time. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care who you're talking to. It is the Ravens' time. We are winning the Super Bowl. I love the enthusiasm. I felt like the Ravens kind of just came out of nowhere. Like, they were just consistent, but then all of a sudden they just became this powerhouse, No right? one talked about them all season no. long. Not but they at were all. performing all season long. Well, that's that's fine. And you know what? It, it's okay because that's why we have a, a chip on our shoulder because that's our story. Everybody counts us out. Everybody says we're the underdog, but we're we're going all the way this time. Well, now you guys will be playing the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they're coming into your home, and I'd like to just introduce you to Craig, who is the biggest Chiefs fan. Craig, good morning. Good morning. Now you heard Jess. She's the biggest Ravens fan. Do you have anything that you want to say to uh, to Jess? I do because the Ravens are going down. Mahomes oh. and the Chiefs are going to be using Raven feathers to pick the Buffalo wings from this past weekend out of their teeth. Well, you know what? You and whiny McWhiny Pants, Patrick Mahomes, can cry all you want to do, and he can throw a fit on the field, but you know that you guys are going home crying because there's no more getting calls this. There's no more throwing his helmet on the ground because of that. Y'all are over. Like, we're sticky, y'all. Yeah, but you you guys are going to be distracted by our best player, Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Craig, Jess, you are our official best fans for your respective teams. We thank you, and we will, we will be checking back in with you for sure. Now let's go over to the NFC. And we have Rebecca on the phone, who is the biggest 49ers fan. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. Talk to us about your Niners. Why are they destined for greatness here? Because I've been a Niners fan since 1994 when they won their last Super Bowl. So we are due for a Super Bowl win. And I want nothing more than to get revenge against either the Chiefs or the Ravens who have beaten us before. So it's time for us to get revenge and get another Super Bowl win. So you're not even really looking at the NFC Championship game. It's like like the Detroit Lions who, like whatever. Yeah, who are the Lions? Have they ever been to the Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl? No, so I'm I'm just counting them completely. Was that the last (laughs) time the Niners won a Super Bowl was 94? The Niners? Yes. I thought they won one since then. Wow, they're worse than the Cowboys. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> l- let's introduce to you the biggest fan of the team that you really are paying no attention to, and that is the Detroit Lions. And we have the Lions' biggest fan, Larry, on the phone. Hi, Larry. What up? Did you hear this? Do you hear Rebecca say she's not even worried about you guys? I don't even know who Rebecca is. I don't. Who are the Lions? No one even knows who the Lions are. Have you been to the Super Bowl before? What kind of a mascot is a number? A 49er. What is that? (laughs) Nobody knows what that is. No, we're the miners because we mine for gold. Miners because you're underage. (laughs) (laughs) Children. Okay, that's all you got is to talk crap about our mascot. You guys haven't even been to the Super Bowl before. So. Through my generator called Tecmo Super Bowl thousands of times. The Lions win every single time. Joe Montana's going down. He's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow, that's how long that's how long you've been in Lions without a Super Bowl appearance. That must be super disappointing to you. Yeah, super. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Larry, Rebecca, we we are so excited that you are our official coordinates no, for your respective yeah. teams. Thank you, guys. We will be checking back with you. So, I mean, look at that. We've got some great number one fans here. I think I'm more excited about the matchups between the fans than I am the actual team. Yeah, going into this weekend, I'm like, cool, games should be fun. Now I am, like, fully all in on both these games this weekend because of our four fans right there. Okay, who's your favorite fan? Let us know. 702-364-9400. Just based on the fans alone representing the teams, who's your favorite? Call us or text us. I want to get a gauge on who people are, are rooting for fan-wise. Yeah, and we'll have to get, we'll have to get the, their pictures and post them so you can see <laughs> who's been talking crap. Uh, it's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All right, the Hot 3. It's brought to you by Best Mattress, just like David says. Sleep easy, friends. Okay, so this morning, let's talk about uh, Polly Shore and Richard Simmons. I'm sure those were the last two names you expected me to mention, but it's newsworthy because people are talking about this. Polly Shore lives here in Las Vegas, and last week there was news that a biopic of Richard Simmons was in the works by Polly Shore and that Richard Simmons was just not not okay with the idea he he's retired he's out of the spotlight he has nothing to do with it well now Polly Shore is saying that the two of them worked out their differences and now Richard Simmons is okay with the idea he said that the fitness legend completely changed his tune even wish Polly Shore good luck um, ahead of the screening he, he texted him and said good luck tonight on the show um, it's this short film called the court jester and no word of official word on from Richard Simmons himself on whether or not he liked it or if he heard anything about it. But yeah, it, it, it happened now. I watched the trailer and Pauly Shore looks just like Richard Simmons from, I guess he's, he's portraying him in the 80s and early 90s. And, and I'm a fan of this because I think he's going to open up the door to people that are, are not aware of Richard Simmons and the stuff that he did in the 80s and 90s to help people on their fitness path. And it sounds like he's doing it in a respectful way. He's not poking fun of Richard. Yeah. He's just paying respect to the guy. Well, he... um. He just went into hiding, and I know that for a while people were worried whether he was still alive because yeah, yes. no one had heard from him, and I'm glad to hear he's alive and he's doing well, um, but it's it's all very... It makes me wonder, like, what happened that made him just go into seclusion, just does not want anything to do with anyone? What happened? Yeah, what was that trigger point that made him dis dis disappear? And there were documentaries, like, where is Richard Simmons? There were full documentaries trying to find out where he is and if he's still alive. And obviously, they found out he's still alive. But, yeah, that guy was all over the place in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see uh, what what happens with this project, if, it, if it's something that will bring him out of his shell a little bit or if he's just going to stay where he is. Also this morning, simply smelling a woman's tears could reduce male aggression by over 40%. The smell of a woman's tears. They did this scientific study and they showed this shocking effect that women's tears can have on men. They say that there's this chemical compound found in human tears and it creates this signal that reduces activities in two aggression-related brain regions in men. So for the study, these researchers, they had to collect tears as they rolled down a woman's face. And they got they got those tears by having them watch a sad movie. Okay. <laughs> so they, they um, had these men 
and they were playing they had them play a computer game that was just really infuriating they was taking away points from them it was it was actually um provoking an aggressive response in them so then when the group sniffed either saline solution or the women's tears they found that the aggressive behavior ended up being 43.7% lower when the men were sniffing the women's tears compared to just the saline solution. That could be something there. That the trick is going to be gathering tears, that many tears, to put like in a spray bottle to spray it in front of someone. Or if you feel that anger coming on, you spray the tears and, and inhale them to decrease that aggression. But if we needed to collect tears from you, Mercedes... What would be the movie we'd make you watch? I watched it this weekend. It's a show. It's another one of my key dramas. It's called Death's Game. And I was bawling like a baby. It's about this guy who is just so unhappy in life. He he decides that he's he'll be better off if he ended it all. And so he does that. And death comes to visit him and says, you are not supposed to find me before I come to find you. So I'm punishing you now. And you have to go through 12 people's deaths as punishment. So he keeps going back in a different person's life and having to go through their death. And it's heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching. And this is to teach him a lesson that his life is worth living and that he should have never came to look for death. It's, I'm starting to tear up hearing this thing. It so was, then as a viewer, you're experiencing, um, you're, you're buying into these pe- these 12 characters, I'm you, guessing. You meet new characters. And then, and what's interesting is you're starting to, I, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. They're starting to become intertwined with one another. Oh, wow. It's crazy. I was crying because the, on this one person's death, he ran into his mother, his real mm-hmm. mother from before. He just happened to cross paths with her, and he was just like, b- he saw his mom and yeah. how she was after he he died, and it was heart wrenching. I would, but, but tw- can I be, talk to the Grim Reaper, like, hey, maybe five deaths. You gotta no, twelve. You learn your lesson. Your life is valuable. I'm true, I hundred percent agree. You, you don't go looking for her. You, she, you don't want to meet her. And wait till she comes to find you. Oh, and the Grim Reaper is a woman in this movie. And she's a woman. Yeah. And she's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's really good. All right, you need some tears. <laughs> there you go. It's Mix ninety four point one. Mercedes in the morning. It is 9.04, Mercedes in the morning. It is time for Jerk or Justified, where you get to be the judge. You decide, is this person a jerk or are they completely justified? Now, keep in mind, if you ever have a situation you want us to talk about, we would love to hear from you. You can email us. You can DM us, any of our social media, or you can just go straight to our website at Mix941.fm. This one came in over the weekend from Liz, and she writes, Hi, Mercedes and JC. After being divorced for two years... My ex-husband has already remarried, and they recently welcomed a baby. I haven't dated anyone since our split. A couple of weeks ago, I met someone while hanging out with friends, and we've been texting nonstop. He asked me out on a date this weekend. When I shared this with my 15-year-old, he became very uncomfortable, expressing surprised that I would start dating so soon. Despite my ex being remarried with a new baby, my son feels it's too soon for me to date. I explained that I feel ready, but he responded with a dismissive, whatever. Now I'm torn about whether to go on the date. I really like this guy, but I also want to be considerate of my children's feelings. 
While my friends advise me to do what makes me happy and go for it, I'm unsure if it's the right thing to do. At 38, I feel the pressure of time, but I wonder if waiting until my kids are more accepting is the wiser choice. Outside of my son, do others think I'm a jerk for pursuing this guy? Signed, Liz. So the son is okay with dad doing it and moving on, but not okay with mom. Not okay with mom, yeah. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Do you think that uh, she would be a jerk if she went ahead and dated anyway, even though her kid's not okay with it? Or is is her kid justified for feeling this way? I mean, you can't. People feel how they want to feel, but... It's up to you to make that call. Uh, What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. I think she would be doing a disservice to herself to not try and move on. I get her son may not be comfortable with it, but he's not calling the shots on that one. I would say I really appreciate your feedback. I really appreciate you letting me know honestly how you feel. Um, But... I got to I got to move on with my life at some point. And I think when he sees how happy you are, if you are happy, I hope you're happy. um, Then then he will change his tune. If you're not happy, he's going to say, I told you so. But, you know, that's that's just how how people are. That's that's just my two cents on that. Yeah, I don't think the son is is being a jerk. I think those are his natural feelings. Maybe he's not ready for mom to start dating. Maybe it's different for seeing mom go out with a guy. Uh, versus dad go out with a lady. Maybe it's different for, for your son. So I completely understand his feelings. But here on the flip side, the message is coming from Liz. I don't think you're being a jerk for, for going out and pursuing happiness for you. Because you, you need to be happy too. And you need to move on with your life. Wait, May- yo, go ahead. Okay, maybe maybe um, you know sit down and talk to your son about it some more before the first date. And I'm not sure if there's joint custody. Is your kid with you all the time? But maybe there's a weekend when he's with dad and that's when you go on the date with with the guy when the the son is with the with your ex out of the picture and just do your date that weekend when your son's not around or something like that. I definitely don't think you introduce them right off the no, and no. I wouldn't do that even if he was for it. I think that you have to wait to yeah. introduce yourself to the kids. Jim, good morning. What do you think? I think she needs to do what makes her happy. I agree with the other caller. Don't introduce him right away. Sons are always protective of their moms. There's never a right time. Yeah, I, will there ever be a day was like, yeah, get out there. And and you're right. I think it is a being protective of mom kind of thing. It's not like I don't want you to be happy. It's being protective. So I think it's rooted in love. I really do. But I think, it, you know, you, you just got to stand your ground. Let's talk to Mara. Mara, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. I think that it's completely justified for her to go. I think maybe the son may be having her feelings maybe such as feeling like the dad may be replaced and it's something deeper, but I think she absolutely should go. Yeah, and how would you frame it up as to why you're going to go ahead despite his advice not to? Well, I would try to see what the deeper issue is, but in our family, we're psychology, so... Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> You've got that background. <laughs> That's so we would try to probably talk to him and just say, you know, is this what you're nervous of? Maybe just come out and ask it. Yeah, ask questions. That's the only way yeah. you're going to get answers. Lisa, good morning. What do you think? Hi, good morning. Hi, what's your, t- what's your thought? Um, my thought is the son is justified, but I do not believe the mother's being a jerk. I just believe the son needs all of her attention at this time, time in his life when he's becoming a man. So you think that she should hold off until he gets a little bit older? 
Absolutely. I was in the same similar situation and I'm not a definite um, psychologist on the topic, but I believe that it's imperative for the children to have their mom's attention. You definitely don't want your child to feel abandoned. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That you know that has to be something that you look at too. So interesting. Kind of getting 50-50 on this one, I, which I'm actually a little surprised. I, I didn't know we'd have like so close on, on this one. Usually it really skews one yeah, way or another. Yeah, that's surprising too. Well, if you ever have a situation for jerk or justified in Liz too, please keep us posted on, on what happens. Do you go on the date? How's your son handling things? All the information uh, is on our website, mix 941fm it's 94.1. Uh, that was for you, JC. Was it? What time is it? I'm so confused. You were supposed to start that break, huh? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I said I told you to go ahead and start it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hear that part. Yeah, we were just talking off the air about some of the weird things that you find in hotel rooms. Um, have you ever worked in a hotel? You worked in one. And so I feel like you're like the go-to expert on something like this. The weirdest thing... Um, I discovered something weird and found something weird. Okay. What's the difference between discovering and finding? Well, discovering was uh, there was a couple that had checked in. There were uh, two two guys and a woman. They checked in into one room. Seemed very nice. I don't ask any questions. And then they but went. But what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I was young and naive. I'm like, that, okay. mu- that must be his brother. And they're visiting. Or maybe they're siblings. And they're exactly. just sharing a room for the holidays. Exactly. Then they went out to dinner at the restaurant. And I'm, the guy called over and said, hey, can you put some champagne and flowers up in our room? Like, absolutely. Because that's the service we provided. And uh, I told him the cost. He's like, no problem. And so then I went up to the room and opened it up. And they had a camera set up on a tripod pointing at the bed. Oh, wow. I'm like, interesting. They must be filming something up here. Hmm. Were you tempted to look and see what was recorded so far? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't put two and two together, to be honest. I, I put the champagne in there. I laid the flowers out nice. I'm like, okay, it looks presentable, but still kind of odd. Video camera, camcorder facing the bed. And I went downstairs and I remember telling her, my coworker, I'm like, it was so odd. They have a camera pointing at the bed. Oh, my gosh. And they're probably like, that's not that odd. <laughs> They're, they're EasyJet, they did this survey. They surveyed 100 hotels in their network of destinations in Europe to find the strangest things left behind by guests in the last year. And I don't know if Europe is different than the U.S., but the the top five weirdest things that were found were Grandma's Lucky Teacup. I, I don't know why it was Grandma's Lucky Teacup, but that was it. Uh, number four was a glass eye. Number three was a prosthetic limb. Two was witchcraft paraphernalia, and number one was dentures, which I don't think that's that weird. Someone just forgot their denture. Well, maybe how do you forget your dentures? You You search your day and you walk out when you realize they they weren't there. But what was the other thing that you found? I found a gun. Ooh. Yeah, I found a gun. Uh, The person had checked out, and housekeeping had called me. They come up where we found something. I went up to the room with the housekeeper, and at first, it looked like a a cigarette lighter. It looked like a lighter because it was so small. And I'm holding it. I'm like, this looks like a lighter. And then I turn and realize it's a single. It was the smallest gun I've ever seen with one, and there's a bullet inside the chamber. It was a one-shot gun. Oh, my gosh. Like, whoa. So I called. I brought it down to the front desk, called the the police. I don't know what to do with it. They came down. In that process, the person that had checked out had called back they were a cop from new york city that were staying overnight and mm-hmm. he just it was his personal gun that he just accidentally left it there i remember him calling freaking out he's like i just checked out of room 202 and i'm a police officer i left my gun behind it's a single shot gun i'm like we have it but at the same time the local police were coming to get it 
and they connected with him and got it back. But, oh, they did? Yeah, it was kind of shocking at first. Like, wait a second, this is not a lighter. This is an actual gun. That is terrifying. If you work in the hotel industry, did you find anything weird? Um, what was it? 702-364-9400. Um, some of the things that are coming out on the text line I can't say on the air, but very interesting nonetheless. Thank you uh, for the person who just texted with the last number eight. In. <laughs> That's very interesting. I'm locked out of the text line for some reason this <laughs> oh, morning. I haven't seen any text oh, messages man. this morning. I'm dying You're to know what was out. You're missing oh, out. Oh, darn it. And as a guest, have you ever found something? I've like found people's socks, having bags of potato chips. I'm like, either this is an interesting gift or gross. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. NFL playoffs are trending this morning. The stage is set for the AFC and the NFC championships on Saturday in the NFC divisional playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey scored the game-winning touchdown with just a minute and seven seconds left to play, beating the Green Bay Packers 24-21. to In the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens handily beat the Houston Texans 34-10 to after being tied at halftime. Then Sunday action saw the Detroit Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23, to reaching just their second NFC championship game in team history. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills after a missed field goal from Buffalo, 27-24. to So next weekend, for Championship Sunday, the Chiefs will travel to Baltimore to battle the Ravens at noon our time. And then the Lions will head over to San Francisco to face the top-seeded 49ers at 3.30 our time. If you're just joining us, you have to download today's podcast. Because earlier in the show, we found uh, the number one fan from each fan base. So we have four fans now that we're going to follow along. And the four of them were on the show right around 8. 30 talking trash to each other and it was so good oh they're so good so jess is our baltimore ravens fan craig's the kansas city chiefs fan rebecca is our san francisco 49ers fan and larry is our detroit lions fan and they were talking such trash to each other this is going to be the the funnest next uh week and well two three weeks actually yeah we'll lose two yeah. of them this weekend but once we get then then yeah the trend that we trash talking the other person oh, next week it's gonna be so good it's gonna be intense i can't wait so that is trending this morning also trending this morning is justin timberlake so he did a concert in his hometown of Memphis over the weekend, and he debuted a new song. It's called Selfish. It's his first new song since 2018's album, Man of the Woods. Here's what that sounds like. So if I get jealous, I can't help it. So I'm sure that will be released here very soon. Uh, no word on that yet. But he also revealed a trailer for a new album, which is called, as we correctly predicted, Everything I Thought It Was. What do we have here? Ooh, that's a nice car. Wait, it's a model. Did that say JT? Okay, that sunset is definitely not real. Ah, oh, there's Justin. Why wouldn't he turn around? What the f is he staring at? 
That was the intro for the new album. <laughs> so there you go. You mentioned SNL. Did you see they did a skit with, with the uh, Judge Holthus, the, yeah. the guy? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was during Weekend Update. Weekend Update. And yeah. it, it was kind of funny because they had, you know, the guy that j- j- attacked the judge. It was not funny at all. But the, the way he presented it was saying, the guy was saying, I thought there was going to be glass. I thought they were going to stop me. I really didn't think I was going to make it that far and actually be able to jump over the bench at the judge. Why was there no glass? Why didn't they stop me? I loved the fact, did you see Rachel McAdams was on with Renee Rapp? And they did it for uh, the, the S, for uh, Mean Girls, right? Right. Yeah. So um, Rachel McAdams introed uh, Regina George, uh, Renee Rapp as a musical guest, and then um, Megan Thee Stallion came out and performed with oh, she Renee did Rapp for the on song, yeah. the songs too. So yeah, it was kind of cool. And then finally this morning, Subway is trending. They've expanded their menu to include a new category called Sidekicks that features three 12-inch long snacks. We talked about one of them before, that chocolate chip cookie. There's also now a Cinnabon churro and a 12-inch long Auntie Anne's pretzel. These snacks, which are going to be available starting today, mark a bit of a shift in Subway's offerings, which have traditionally been limited to mostly sandwiches. The introduction of Sidekicks is part of their ongoing menu transformation that started a couple of years ago. And they just want to provide customers with more variety and appeal to find those snacks outside of your traditional meal times. The new items have been very well received in test runs and they are seen as a unique addition to Subway's menu. So they're available today and that is what's trending. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thanks for joining us. I know Clark County Schools were out today. They had a teacher in service. So What are I, we doing here? I know. <laughs> hey, I but no the idea. other schools are in. The other schools are still that's in. That's right. That's we're right. No, listen. Here. We're here for you guys. What are we doing here? I know. My daughter, last night, I was like, it's time to go to bed. You have school tomorrow. She's like, no, I don't. I was like, you don't? Oh, I'm so jealous. Fail. I know. We missed the boat on that one. But thank you guys for tuning in nonetheless. We will be back tomorrow with more tickets for you to see Madonna. We'll have more Avril Lavigne tickets for you. And, uh, yeah, make sure you're listening. It's my final show before I try out for the Vegas Thrill tomorrow night. I'm so nervous. We might have some surprises for you tomorrow. Oh, gosh. We got to get you ready for this thing. New knees? (laughs) Is that my surprise? (laughs) Hey, we got you some new knees. (laughs) That's what I need right now. Anyone got some spare knees? (laughs) But it'll it'll be a lot of fun. So make sure you are listening for that. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Well, it's a fan face-off. We now have a fan representing each of the teams in the NFL Conference Finals. And this morning, they were talking trash to each other. Uh, We're we're the best team in the league. Like, you will be seeing the Ravens flock take over Vegas on February 11th. The Ravens are going down. Oh. Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be using raven feathers to pick the buffalo wings from this past weekend out of their teeth. <laughs> that was just the tip of the iceberg for these four. These four are great. They they just do not care. They are all about supporting their teams. Spitfire. I am so excited about this. So that'll do it for, oh, look at that, for show number 1987 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.